have a little special treat for the kids. If I could have the, the little ones, the kids come up here and gather around, I have a story that I want to tell. Ooh, look at them, come running. It's not really a story, but it's a scripture. And I wanted to read it to you guys, okay? That sound good? All right. Are we ready? You can turn the lights down a little bit just for the aviance. Ambiance. Ab ambiance, sorry, whatever that ambiance. is. Okay. This book is called A Very Merry Christmas. Here's my Christmas prayer I'll send to God above for all the gifts he's given from a heart filled with love. Thank you, God, for strings of light so twinkling and bright, just like the star that led the wise men on that special night. Thank you, God, for home so sweet. I love my cozy bed, just like the manger that you gave to cradle our Lord's head. How many of you kids have a bed? Yeah. Is it comfortable? All right. <laughs> no, some said. <laughs> Thank you, God, for songs of joy, your praises everywhere just like the host of angels' voices floated through the air. Thank you, God, for family time. You bless us one and all, just like the love that Mary felt inside that humble stall. Thank you, God, for the trees of green dressed up from tip to tap, just like your glory fills the earth, your goodness does not stop. Yeah. Thank you, God, for gifts we give to show the world your love, just like the lasting gifts you give, sweet blessings from above. Thank you, God, for candles lit on frosty Christmas Eve just like your shine, heart shines in our heart, just like your love shines in our hearts, your presence never leaves. Thank you, God, for yummy treats, handmade with love and care, <laughs> just like the good things that you give to bring joy everywhere. One of Corbin's favorite books. <laughs> Thank you, God, for Sparkly snowflakes coating earth in white. Just like forgiveness makes us pure, we're brand new in your sight. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, God, for wreaths of holly hung upon each door, just like your love that welcomes us to live forevermore. And thank you, God, for listening to my Merry Christmas prayer for sending Jesus, Lord and King, a gift that's always there. The end.
the end. So are you guys? So, no, don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. Don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> this was a very Merry Christmas prayer by Bonnie Rittner Jensen, just so that everybody knows. Illustrated by Natalia Moore. We're so glad you're here this morning. How many are looking forward to Christmas this year? Ooh. What's your favorite part? Somebody. Uh, Ariana. Garian. Ariana. Okay. Part one. For breakfast, we get to have Happy Birthday Jesus cake. For breakfast. And Who wants Happy Birthday Jesus cake? For breakfast. And then the other part is getting to open it, get into open presents. No. Who likes opening presents? You back here. What's your favorite? The decoration. Oh my goodness. How about right here, Tori? The opening the presents. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I figured we'd hear that right one a few times. I want to tell everybody something that happened today. Then today I don't have my baby brother and I want and my mom wants him for Christmas. Today Santa came at my grandma's house. Okay. We got to open up all our presents. No way. Already? Already? Oh, my. Wow, I want to live at your house. Well, we want to just give you a little something. Everybody can pick one, and there are different flavors. Just come Merry around Christmas, and grab, you guys. grab one. There's all kinds. There's raspberry. There's cherry. There's blueberry. There's spearmint. These are spe The green ones are spearmint. Uh, I don't. I think the raspberry, and these are blueberry. The what? Just mint, spearmint, or regular mint? What is this? What is this kind? I don't remember, but it's something not spearmint. Risk it. Just take one. You'll like it. Hopefully. Oh, yours is broken. Sorry. <laughs> we we don't like defective candy canes here. Is he here? Um, or, or is he in another town somewhere where you'll never see him and you'll have to eat his? <laughs> Go ahead. Take two. But quickly. 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 Is that it? Yay! All right. We can have the house lights back up. That'd be great. Yeah. <sighs> It's always fun having the children up here. So believe it or not, my message is going to be fairly short too, which simply means we might even get out of here a little early today. Yeah, my son was in the back going, yes! Ay, ay, ay. So good morning. <laughs> I wanted to begin by asking, and, and there are, they've already kind of expressed that, but how many of you kids are excited that tomorrow morning is Christmas? Yeah. On a, on a similar note, how many of you parents are excited that tomorrow is Christmas? <laughs> oh, still raising their hand. I loved Christmas more or less, but I'm not a morning person. 
And our boys would always get up about 5.30-ish. And we'd have to tell them, go back to bed. And then we'd finally get up about 6, and then for an hour we'd drink coffee and make them wait. Yeah, that, it, it was kind of fun, you know, being mean like that. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Anyway, speaking of children... A 10-year-old girl who was becoming quite knowledgeable about the Bible, as a result of her grandmother's teaching, she asked her grandmother this question. Grandmother, which virgin was the mother of Jesus? Was it the Virgin Mary or the King James Virgin? (laughs) The spirit of Pastor Barb is upon me. How many of you are excited that tomorrow's Christmas? Generally. All right. And the ones that aren't raising your hand, you're just a bah humbugger. Or, or, maybe, it's on a serious note, Christmas is a reminder of somebody that's missing in your life. And if it's the latter, I, my prayers are with you today. And I, I know this is a hard time for some. But... It is a day that we celebrate our King. Amen. Amen. For, for me, Christmas is like no other holiday or tradition. It is a time to give, right? Obviously. And we do that as we give of ourselves. And sometimes we go out and we buy presents to give away. Or some of you are really creative and you actually make things, which is pretty cool too. I know uh, Pastor Barb, I say, Pastor Barb and I, I asked her, will you make these? And she cooked some stuff for some of the people, and uh, I thought it turned out pretty well. But it's also a time, and I hope that this is something you keep in mind and that you do, it's a time to reflect on God's love, the love that culminated in the birth of that Christ child, God's one and only Son. How many are thankful that God sent His Son, Jesus, to bring you the good news. Amen? Because where would we be without it, right? And how many are indebted to Jesus for washing your sins away, making you a righteous person? Hallelujah! Praise be to the King. When I think about that glorious day, and I I don't know if you ever just stop and, and just meditate on this, but time must have stood still when Christ was born in that manger in the little town of Bethlehem. I can picture the angel scaring the bejeebies out of those shepherd boys. I mean, come on, really? Even though he says what? Don't be afraid. It's like, yeah, okay. The skies open up and all of a sudden there's this huge dude with giant wings going, don't be afraid. Yeah, okay. I think I might still be afraid. Uh, Too late. Where's my diaper? Luke 2.10 says this, But the angel reassured them, Oops. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. Has it brought you great joy? The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly. I like that. Wrapped 
snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Now today we might not think of that as an impressive scene, but they took good care of him, bottom line. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, oh, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. Peace on earth. Once the angel's choir ended, the lowly shepherd sought out this little boy and his family. And when they finally found him, they bowed down to him. The Bible says what? That every knee will bend, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. And later, and as we understand it, probably a couple years later, the wise men who were searching for Jesus, they brought him gold and frankincense and myrrh. And when they finally got there, they too bowed down to the king. One can almost sense what it must have been like back then on that first day that our Savior was born. Amen? But there are some who do not celebrate Christmas thinking that it dishonors Christ with all the commercialism and such. I don't know how you feel about it. My feeling is that it really boils down to what's in your heart. That's what determines whether or not Christ is honored in this, what we call Christmas tradition. I had a few things here I wanted to share, just some reminders that might help you to keep Christ in your Christmas and in your family as you celebrate Jesus. They're called Christmas reminders. May the Christmas gifts remind us of God's greatest gift, His one and only Son. Amen? May the Christmas candles remind us of Him who is the light of the world. And I'm going to talk about that a lot more this evening. May the Christmas trees remind us of another tree, the crucifix, the cross, like we see here, which Christ died upon. May the Christmas cheer remind us of him who said, be of good cheer. Hallelujah. May the Christmas feast remind us of him who is the bread of life. May the Christmas bells remind us of the glorious proclamation of his birth. May the Christmas carols remind us of the son the angels sang about when they said, glory to God in the highest. And may the Christmas season remind us in every way of Jesus Christ our King. Again, to God be all the glory. Amen. Peter Marshall said this of keeping Christmas, and when I read this, I thought, wow, this is us. This is how I feel. In a world that seems not only to be changing, but even to be dissolving, there are some tens of millions of us, raise your hand if it's you, who want Christmas to be the same, with the same old traditional greeting, Merry Christmas. Can you say it with me? Merry Christmas. And no other. Anybody else? <laughs> we long for that abiding love of men of goodwill, which this season brings. 
believing in this ancient miracle of Christmas with its softening, sweetening influence that tugs on our heartstrings once again. Every year we go through this. Our hearts are just tugged as we experience the songs and, and we watch the last night I think Pastor Barb watched two or three Christmas shows and you know they always have cool endings and, the, and then two people fall in love and anyway but it's, it's just a reminder of what Christmas is all about it's about love God's love for us and we hold on to those old customs and traditions and they strengthen our family ties right they bind us to our friends how many get together with friends at Christmas? They make us one with all of mankind, similar to us coming together here today. And we're all here because of the child who was born on Christmas Day. And they bring us back again to the God who gave us his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's what Christmas is all about. So, we will not spend Christmas, you know what I'm saying, right? Right? That's not what it's about. It's a part of it, but it's not just that. Nor will we only observe it. There are some people that they just try to get through it. That's sad. It really is. No, we will keep Christmas. We will keep Christmas in our hearts. Remember, this is all about Christ. Originally, this was Christ's Mass. It's where the church came together and the bells rang and, and people just rejoiced that they were born again. They were saved because of the little baby who was born in that town in Bethlehem. And that's what Christmas and the tradition of it is all about. I don't know if you know this or not, but about 400 years prior to Jesus coming to this planet, before he was born, God stopped speaking to people. The Jewish tradition suggests that they, the prophets were silenced. People didn't hear from God for that 400 years. Some call it the dark period. And who would say, yeah, it was. But then, in what seemed out of nowhere, God shone a light upon this planet. A laser beam of light, so intense it nearly blinded those who saw it. The light's purpose was to illuminate the small town of Bethlehem where a young Jewish girl named Mary was about to have a baby. And if I could, and I didn't ask, Brittany, would you come up here for a minute? And, and I hope it's okay. I should have asked first. As you were up here and you were singing, and I could almost feel the pain and the joy at the same time, but you literally had a glow around you and on your, uh, around your face, I mean, this is it. This is Mary. When are you due? April. April? April? Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's a little early. Don't have it soon. No. 
But when I saw her up here, it just made me think of Mary. And thank you for being so kind to come up here. Everybody give her a hand. I couldn't have, I couldn't have planned a better illustration. As Mary was about to have that little baby, the light shone on that place. And it was as if God were shouting to the world, the darkness is over. Pay attention. Follow the light. We have a short video clip I want to show. It's called The Greatest Light, and then I'll return. Picture this. It's a cold winter's night. Snow is gently falling. Darkness surrounds you. And you struggle to see. Everything is obscure. Every direction. Meaningless. But suddenly, light. Jesus was born, they tell us that a light appeared in the sky. A light that not even the greatest of astronomers could identify. A light so bright that even darkness had to flee. A light so powerful that even the worst of what we had done was not only exposed, it was cleansed, forgiven, and forgotten. You see, this is why Jesus came to earth, to give us that light, so that we would have the same joy and the same love and the same light everywhere we go. And the best news is, this is a light meant for all. It is freely offered. You see, Christmas is more than the warmth of friends and family, more than nostalgia, the gifts and memories. It is about the greatest gift ever given because a world in darkness has not only seen a great light, no, we have seen the greatest light and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, Christmas is tomorrow. But what is most important about Christmas is that God's light was sent. Born in that little baby in Bethlehem. God's light. First Peter said this, You are a chosen people, you are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God for he called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful light. That's what Christmas is all about. We've all been called out of darkness and into his wonderful light, Jesus. Jesus made a way where there was no other way, Jesus. Our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life because of our Master, our Messiah, that little baby who grew into the rabbi, the teacher, God's son. Would you stand with me? 
Jesus calls us into the light. Come into the light. Let God expose the darkness in you. Let him erase the sin that caused it. When you place your trust in Jesus, the Bible says you become born again. You are then called a child of God. That's why we can smile here. That's why we have joy. Not because of who we are, but because we are now a child of God. And if God is your Father, your Heavenly Father, if He is your parent, you're going to be okay. I don't care what you're going through, what kind of stuff you're dealing with on this side of heaven. If God is your Father, and you're His child, His son, His daughter, you're going to be okay. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to be okay. And that's what Christmas is all about. God wants a relationship with us, with his people. He wants to call you his son. He wants to call you his daughter. But you have to do one thing, and it's really quite simple. You have to confess that you need Jesus to wash your sins away. And you have to believe in your heart that he did all he, that he did on that cross for you. If you believe that, and if you confess Jesus as your Lord, the Bible says you are born again. And I want to give somebody here the opportunity. Maybe you're online today, but I want to give you the opportunity to make this the best Christmas you've ever had. Because there's no better way to go into this Christmas, 2023, than knowing that you are saved and when your heart stops beating, you're going to be with Jesus forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. So heads bowed just for a moment. If you're here today and you say, Pastor Norm, I don't think I've ever asked Jesus to forgive me. I don't think I've ever asked him to come into my life, into my heart. But today I would like to do that. And this is for young and old. Maybe there are some children in here today that need Jesus. I don't know. But I want to give everybody the opportunity. So if you're here today and you say, Pastor, would you pray for me? That's me. Would you just lift your hand up far enough so I can see it? Hands going up. Thank you. Thank you. You can put them down. Hopefully I saw everybody. God knows. You know, it's not just me standing here. The Lord is here. The Bible says wherever two or more agree on anything, God answers that prayer, and it also says wherever two or more gather together, he is in their midst, and I believe he's here today. I want to pray this prayer, and I would ask our saints, the church, to join us. You're not in this alone, and by the way, before we pray, let me just say this. This isn't a once and done thing. It is, but it isn't. Once you have prayed this prayer and asked the Lord to forgive you, then it's it's your opportunity, it's your chance to begin to serve him and find out what it means to be a Christian, a, a follower of Jesus. And where do you find that out, folks? In this good book, right. All right. If you raise your hand, pray this with me. And as I've said, family of God, just join us. 
Heavenly Father, I need a Savior. You sent the light into this world, and his name was Jesus. I'm in darkness, and I want to come out of that. I want to come into the light. So today, I confess Jesus Christ as Lord. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and wash me clean and make me a new person. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and may I serve you all the days that I have left. Today, on December 24th, 2023, I dedicate my life to you, Jesus. Have your way with me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Would you give the Lord a hand today? Woo! I just love because the Bible says that the angels in heaven are rejoicing when people accept Jesus as their Lord. So they're throwing a party right now in heaven because of all you folks who raised your hand because of the dedication that you just made to the Lord. You are now a child of God. And by the way, it may not feel any different. Sometimes it does, other times it doesn't, but just know this. You live by faith, right? So just, the Bible says you are born again. So just believe that. And I believe your life is going to be different from this day forward. So we have a little booklet, I think, somewhere. Yep, he's getting them. It's called uh, The Start of Something Wonderful. If you have not gotten a copy of this, please get one on your way out. If you prayed that prayer, uh, this will help you in the, the walk that is ahead of you as a follower of Jesus. How many have enjoyed today's Christmas service? I can't believe it was an hour, and I'm done. So I'm going to pray and release everybody. Hang around a little bit. Hug somebody's neck. Tell people that you're glad to see them and wish them a Merry Christmas, would you? And then again, if you're able, come back tonight at 6 p.m., and we are going to celebrate the King with a candlelight service and communion. Father, we thank you again for everything you're doing in this church with our families, Lord. We pray that you would bless our homes. Help us to be the light. Jesus came for us to shine the light on our sin. We have accepted what he did for us. And now, Lord, help us to live because you said that I have put my light in you and that we are supposed to now be the light of the world. So, Lord, help each one of us to do that, especially around this time of the year. And, Lord, May your light shine in our homes, on our families. Keep everybody safe as they travel this week. And again, we just commit this church family into your hands. In Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming out today.